Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. This episode will be about life, my life, life in general, what I get from it, what I give to it, you know, things of that nature. And I am just going to jump right into it. Life is one of the most complex things ever, but it is a beautiful thing. I know sometimes it may not feel worthwhile, but it's life and you'll be all right. I know that may sound insensitive to some, but it's just the truth or my truth. I don't know, but I just feel like if you're still living, life is worthwhile. You just have to find your purpose. You just have to, I don't know. This episode is very much, um, I don't, I can't really put my finger on it, but I'm very anxious for some reason. I've been anxious for the past couple days about, you know, recording this episode and I'm really not too sure what to say or how to say it or, you know, I don't know. It's just a lot right now, but Um, yeah, it may sound insensitive, but you know, those are never my intentions. Some days you'll be okay and other days you won't be. I've had my fair share of feeling like my work, my life wasn't worth shit. Like for instance, a couple weeks ago or two, three days ago. No, people have mental breakdowns. You're entitled to have your days. We're all entitled to those things. Life is fucked up sometimes. Life is a literal roller coaster, but how you perceive it and how you decide to go about living your life plays a huge part in things. For instance, if you take everything that people do to you and you internalize it and you let that affect the person that you are, that's a, you know, that's a personal thing. I personally, I don't feel like the fucked up things that people do to you or, you know, how fucked up a person is shouldn't take away from you being the person that you are. They're ugly. They're, you know, broken. But everybody has their ugly. Everybody has their brokenness. Some people just know how to hide it better. Some people know how to cope with it better. And some people don't. Some people don't even know that they're broken or they're not able to see it. And in order for you to know these things, you have to take accountability and you have to you have to pay enough attention to yourself to know that people aren't just trying to you know play with you cuz everybody has this um what what is it what can i call it everybody has this thing where they like to self diagnose themselves but when people tell them about themselves or point out little things they like to feel like somebody's playing with them. I don't you I don't really know what that's about, but I think I'm throwing myself off track right now. The things that you accept, the people that you allow in your life, the accountability you don't take, the boundaries you choose to ignore or not even bother to set, all of those things play a huge role in how your life plays out on a day-to-day basis. And it may not make sense to some, but I'm going to try to enlighten you guys just a tad bit. And maybe this is just me, but maybe what I'm saying may resonate with somebody or help somebody realize something or, you know, spark a conversation amongst friends or anything of that nature. Um, 
if you how can I say this if you decide to actually scratch that you guys see how in the last episode Deja and I addressed like knowing yourself and knowing the people that you surround yourself with that goes with you know acceptance and brushing things under the rug because hey yeah I've known you for x amount of years and you've been my friend for x amount of years and I know that's just the way that you are me personally I feel like we often make excuses for people that we want in our lives just because we've known them for so long or because we know why they go about things the way that they go about things. And I think that it's very unfair to us. And I'm going to say us because I know that I'm not the only person in the world that deals with this or has dealt with this or even does this. I feel like it's very unfair to us because... A person who knows that you make excuses for them and is comfortable with that is going to continue to do the same thing over and over again because we've made them comfortable enough to feel like they can do so. And I'm saying that it's unfair to us because we don't even realize that Dealing with that while trying to grow and become new people or break old habits or, you know, encounter new life adventures or whatever the case may be. Things like that, people like that, people who do things like that hinder our growth. No matter how much we may think they don't, some people aren't allowed I'm not even going to say it aloud. Some people aren't supposed to be in your life on the journey that you're going. You have to, you know, let some people go. Grow apart. Love people from a distance. And until we realize that that is in fact something that we have to do, like remove access and remove ourselves and... Um, and really, like, work on our self-discipline instead of just talking about it. Okay, wait, I lost my train of thought. Okay, I had to take a second and really analyze myself and take a second to see where my mind was at. This is just a very triggering conversation for me, and I was worried about, like, not trying to trigger you guys and I had to catch myself because I kept trying to speak for like I don't know I was just speaking it was just a lot so I'm going to change the dynamic a little bit and I don't know I'm so sorry I don't know why this is happening right now okay So, like I was saying, as you grow, you know, you have to be willing to take accountability and take ownership in the things that you do and the part that you play in, you know, the things that happen to you or the things that you let happen to you. And, you know, we don't have control over everything, but we do have control over a lot of things. Now, I'm going to stop speaking about speaking for us as a whole and just speak for myself. I have allowed a lot of, a lot, like I have allowed and accepted a lot of things that I should have not allowed and accepted in my life because of how much I love somebody or how much a person meant to me or how much I felt like 
the person needed me or, you know, things of that nature. But I've always gave myself the short end of the stick because I see the effect that I have in people's life, lives. Like, I know who I am. I have always known the person that I am. I am a very gifted individual. And if you know me, then you know that. And that's not really something that I get into often. But I have allowed too much. And I've come to the realization that a lot of the hurt and pain that I have endured for the last couple years, whether it be friendship-wise, relationship-wise, family-wise, or, you know, anything, a lot of that pain was self-inflicted because I made excuses for people or I didn't acknowledge things or I acted blind to certain things because I wanted to. And, you know, at the time, I didn't really think of it like that because I was blinded by whatever it was that I was blinded by. But it was what it was, and I had to come to terms with myself. Like, I'm mad at all these people for just being themselves. How am I going to be mad at somebody for being a person that they've always showed me that they are? Because, yeah, cool, you know, a person could try to fool you, but you can't really fool me too much. Like, I'm, I'm going to see through you. I see right through people. And I was having a conversation with my friend the other day, and I was telling her, like, people can really disguise themselves and really the same way we think we're trained and we we got it down packed to see through people, people have it down packed to fool us. People really are able to wear those masks and really finesse a person out of, everything you thought that was me that wasn't me people are you know fake as hell but that's besides the point what I was getting at is that I had to learn and listen and look and take time for myself to really sit there and analyze everything that I was going through and everything that I was feeling. This goes back to, you know, life being complex. I've never, ever, 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 ever in my life have had it easy, but I've never complained. I may complain here and there, but is never nothing too serious for me because I've come to learn that everything that I go through and everything that I have went through, and I'm not even going to say I've come to learn because I've kind of always been like this. Even if I held things in or I wasn't very open about it, I've always took everything that I've went through and that I still to this day go through with my head high because it all has molded me into the person that I am. And I've come a very, 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 very long way. And sometimes I don't really feel like I give myself enough credit as I should because I don't know. I'm very short-tempered and I'm very easily triggered. So sometimes I feel like because I'm not where I want to be with those specific things that I'm not I haven't really achieved much or I haven't really grown in my (laughs) I literally like had a total mental breakdown the other day two days ago actually and my friend Kyle really had to sit on the phone with me and remind me like I've changed a lot I've grown a lot the way that I react to a lot of things isn't the same the way that I speak the way that I react, the way that I um, go about a lot of situations is not the same. Even though I am the same person, 
I've just, you know, shift, I've shifted in those areas in my life. And he, you know, just kind of reminded me of that. I'm sorry, this is just a really hard conversation for me to have. And this is a conversation that I wanted to have with a group of people. I think I'm going to have another episode with some guests on it. Actually, I am. But I felt like I needed to do this one first by myself so that I can mentally prepare myself to talk about things in not even just amongst like myself or my friends. Like I'm putting this out into the world for people to hear like cool yeah my Instagram followers and it's not just you guys like I've and I've realized that just within the two episodes that I have dropped and it's very it's like a little surreal for me because you know people don't really care too much about what people have to say or like I don't know But I love it, and it's an amazing thing, and I'm going to continue to do so even if, you know, my numbers keep going up or they don't because this is something that I want to do. And now that I finally started doing it, it's, I don't know, it's just, it gives me a very good feeling, and I'm very, you know, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I'm happy that I actually got out of my comfort zone and I'm actually doing something that I really, really want to do, no matter how nerve-wracking it is. Now, um, what I was saying, my life was like, was, is, this shit is a roller coaster. This shit is ridiculous. Like, I could tell you so much, and it's, I want to tell you so much, and I just don't know where to start. I really, 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 really don't. And I'm so sorry because I feel like I'm not really saying anything much in this episode. I really feel like this is 17 minutes and 27 seconds of me apologizing and trying to explain myself. And I don't know. I'm sorry, though. Now, now, since we're talking about life. And I told you guys I was going to talk about my life and just life in general. I can start off by telling you guys, um, I don't know how I was in and out of shelters growing up. How I was in and out of foster care and I tried to, like, (laughs) it's so funny because that story right there is really a funny story. I'm actually, I think I'm going to tell that story. Now, I'm 22 years old now, and I ended up in foster care on my own tip because I wanted to be grown, and I wanted to run the streets, and I wanted to be outside fighting, and I didn't want to go to school, and I wanted to disobey my mama, and I didn't want to listen to my mom, and I wanted to run away from home and be in the streets and, you know... Do all of those things now. I know you're gonna, some people are gonna be hearing this and be like, Oh my god, what? Wow, yeah, it is what it is, and it's what I was doing. And some people deal with things one way, and other people deal with things another way. Some people like to run away from their problems, others self harm, others are codependent on drugs. Keep in mind, I was. How old was I? I was about 15. I was 15. Now, yeah, cool. I said I wanted to be grown or whatever the case may be. But I was a child. A child who I never was taught how to deal with my emotions or express myself in a manner where somebody's going to listen. I'm a kid. Nobody listens to kids. Where I where I was raised, the people who raised me, where I come from, nobody really cares too much about what a kid has to say. What the adult says is what the adult says, and that's what goes, and that's that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to have two amazing mothers. They were the best. I would not be the person that I am without either one of them. 
Now, I used to hold my mom, my mother, I used to hold my mom accountable for, you know, me going through all the things that I went through while I was in and out of foster care. Now, people who have been in and out the system or have been in the system or, you know, are familiar with it or have parents that work in the system, you know that if you're running away from home or you have a pins warrant or, you know, you have a warrant in general or anything of the nature and your parent, if you run away from home and you have a warrant out or you, you're getting in trouble and you have siblings, you're not really, your parent can only do but so much for you. I have an autistic brother, so my mom wasn't really able to be like, all right, yeah, you come come home, you can stay here. And if she would have got caught with me staying in her house, she would have went to jail. They would have took my brother. And my if you know my brother, then nobody in this world could deal with him but me and my mom and me barely. He think he my older brother. That's besides the point. Now, I held my mom accountable for a lot of the things that I endured and a lot of the pain that I felt and a lot of the things that I went through throughout that time and I had to really sit with myself and I realized this a couple of years ago me and my mom didn't have the best relationship but me and my mom were all each other knew my mom is my road dog that's all I know she's all I've known my my entire life I'm sorry excuse me but it came to a point where, you know, me and her didn't really get along too much. We didn't get along too much. We weren't seeing eye to eye. It was a lot going on. And I didn't want it. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to go about it. So I went about it the best way that I felt like I could or I should. And it's I grew up in the street. So it's like, okay, I'm going to my friend's house. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. But then I put myself in a situation where I can't just go to my friend's house. I can't just go to my other mom's house or my mom's house or my grandma's house because then I'm putting them in a position where they can get into trouble. And I was never that type of person. If I know what I'm doing, I'm very well aware and self-aware of what I'm doing. So I would never willingly put somebody in a situation that I know can and bad for them. So, anyways, I held my mom accountable for a lot of the things that I went through. And I had to realize, like, I'm only here because of me. She never said, yeah, Hennessy, you got to get out of my house. My mom put me in a program that she, and I give her that, she definitely thought that it was supposed to help me and, you know, structure me up or whatever. Man, I went to that place. Them bitches thought we was in the bad girls club. I'm not fucking with y'all. We was in there thumping, thumping, brawling, jumping each other, running away from that place, coming back, having to go to the ACS building, what, like doing the most in there. That was not a place that was going to help anybody structure themselves up. And I've bumped into people that I still to this day am in contact with from those places. That's besides the point. Anyways, my mama had never, you know, kicked me out of her home. I put myself in situations where I wasn't able to go back home because then I'm putting my brother at jeopardy to be taken from my mom. And the system, I know what the system is and what it do, what it does to us and what it can do and what it doesn't do. And that's just not something that I really ever would want anybody to have to endure or deal with now I had to realize that I put myself in this situation I wanted to I didn't know how to deal with my problems and cool I know some people are going to try to listen to this and be like yeah no but your mom is supposed to in all reality a lot of parents don't know how to be parents because nobody taught them how to be parents and if you're if you're really Unless your parent really took the time to really break generational curses, I really honestly don't want to hear. I do. I do care to hear what you have to say. But, like, what I'm trying to say is you can keep your judgments to yourself because I really don't give a fuck for them. Now, um, nobody really taught our parents how to be parents. And our parents' parents 
definitely cool the 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 um the defiancy and the the ass whoopings and shit like that they got that down packed but the mental health and the mental stability and emotional stability and the emotional awareness they don't have that a lot of old people do not have that like our grandparents and our great-grandparents they don't have that they don't think mental health is important or a real thing my grandma a lot of people that listen to this personally know my grandma my grandmother thinks mental health is not real I'm just gonna leave it at that so a lot of our parents were not taught how to be parents my mom my mom was a baby with a baby so I grew up with her you get what I'm saying I had to really realize that and take all of those things in account no, I'm, I didn't make excuses for her. I don't make excuses for her because now I'm older and I'm able to have these conversations with her, triggering conversations with her where now, today, we're able to have these conversations, emotional conversations without somebody getting angry or feeling like somebody's attacking them or me screaming and, you know, being disrespectful and not talking to her. I've come, I've had points in my life where I didn't speak to my mom for damn near two years terrible my mom if you know me my mom is my best friend my best friend and then my worst friend all in one I call her when I'm upset for her to try to calm me down and she gets me more upset but I call her anyways every single time because yeah she does calm me down it's just little stupid dumb shit that she says that gets me more mad because what the hell it's just really complicated and my therapist shout out to her well not even shout out to her because she abandoned me but she made me realize and really self-analyze myself and my relationship with my mom because I told her that even though me and my mom fight as much as we do, that is the person that I run to for everything. Everything. No matter what it is, I tell her absolutely everything. That lady knows my most deepest, darkest secrets. She knows everything. Now, I'm sorry for getting off track. My mom always has tried to help me my mom has always had my best interest at heart but because I was stubborn and I thought that I was grown and I knew what I was doing and I wanted to do what I wanted to do and I was filled with emotions that I didn't know what to do with I didn't know how to I didn't know how to deal with them I was I don't know I don't I actually really don't even know and I think and I think that's a part of why I was the kind of kid that I was growing up. I was, I don't want to say troubled, because I wasn't troubled. I was just really, really bad. And I want to say I was very misunderstood. Nobody ever really took the time to ask me, like, why do you react like that? Or why do you feel like that? Or why are you talking like that? Or why are you upset? Or why are you not talking? Or why are you... I don't know. Nobody really asked too many questions on, you know, how I was feeling or why I was feeling the way that I was feeling or acting the way that I was acting. It was just always, you better stop acting like that before I beat your ass. And I never really got whoopings as a kid. So it was just like, okay, all of that, all of the threats for whatever reason the threats were for. Now... Um, yeah, my, I come from a very, (laughs) a very toxic, toxic family, whether it be the family that I come from or the family that I've built on my own all together, we're toxic. And it's so sad to say, but we all are at a point where we are working on ourselves and trying to break those habits and the people who aren't doing so and aligning are getting the boot because everything that I have been through in my life I did not go through those things for no reason I didn't endure that pain for no reason I didn't it just wasn't for no reason it was all for a reason even though I still don't know what the reason is. 
I'm coming to terms with the fact that it was all for a reason. And I love myself. I love me. I love the way that I think. I love the head that I have on my shoulders. And I just feel like life is life is just what it is. And I constantly say, like, you know, life is hell on earth. But I literally don't know what to expect after this. I don't know what to expect after this. So I'm trying... Well, I'm not going to say I'm trying. I have been looking at things with a better view. Like, you know how people ask us if, how do you view, how do you view the world? Or do you see the glass half full or half empty? Question of the day. Do you see the glass half full or half empty? Is it half full or half empty? It's half full. It's half full. It's up there. It's definitely up there. Sometimes it's not, but you have to look at it like it is. It's all a mind thing. We're stuck in a fucking matrix. We're stuck in a matrix. And I really don't even know what else to say anymore. Now, I didn't bring up my mom just to bring her up. I felt like, actually, I was going to continue to name topics to see which one felt right to address or to mention and that just felt like the right thing to mention i don't care i'm a very much open book and you know like i said my mom was a kid with the kid and nobody i know for a fact my grandma did not teach my mom how to be a mom my grandma didn't really teach anybody anything but how to be a really good cook. <laughs> I'm not even going to get on my grandma right now. But, you know, my mom is one of the best people that I have ever come across. Like, I love my mom. My mom is my best friend. But, you know, we did go through a lot of things. And as my podcast continues, you guys will, you know, learn a lot about me and my mom and my life and the things that not only I but she has endured because yes my mama has put me through a lot but I don't think the things that she has put me through can amount to the things that I have put her through and I'm saying that because I don't have children of my own and I know that I've done a lot and I've said a lot and I've acted a lot of nasty fucked up ways towards my mom so she never like I don't know I just know that the things that I have done to her and said to her don't amount to the things that she's done or said to me because my mom never like I'm just really if you know me and my mom then you know like my mom is a sweetheart she's one of the nicest people I have ever met like she's really a sweetheart I'm the total opposite like me and my mom are total opposites but um okay I try to blame her for a lot of the things that I went through and I think sometimes I still do but then we'll have a conversation like about it and I'll apologize because it's like you're right that's not your fault. That was my fault. I wanted to do this, that, and the third. So I went outside and I did X, Y, and Z after you told me not to do it. I still went and I did that anyways. And now I'm mad at you because I'm hurt or something happened when all I had to do was listen to what you said to me in the first place. And that comes with growing up like a lot of Things I had to forgive myself for and forgive my mom for in order for us to really be able to build our relationship back. Because even though she never did things intentionally, she still did things. Even though she never intentionally hurt me, she still hurt me. So, you know, 
all of those things still happen. So all of those things still have to get worked on and talked about and addressed. And I feel like oftentimes parents don't see anything wrong in the stuff that they do. And that goes back to, you know, nobody teaching them how to be parents or how to be gentle or how to, you know, do and be the people that we need them to be and do the things that we need them to do. Because in all reality, did anybody actually do it for them? And if they did, I'm so happy. Thank God. Praise the Lord. Kudos. I'm clapping my hands for you. You're blessed, super blessed. But I'm talking for me and anybody who can relate to what I'm saying. Now, yes, we all love our parents. We love our grandparents. But let's get to the nitty gritty of why we all are the way that we are or why our parents are the way that we are. I mean, the way that they are. History. History. And it's going to continue to repeat itself until somebody does something different. I'm the person that did something different in my family. And I stand on that till this day. I don't care how anybody ever feels about it. I speak up for myself. I advocate for myself very well. I don't let anything that I don't agree with slide. And this goes with my family and with other people. And I'm learning to, you know, not do that as much because it comes off as hostile or like, I don't want to say arrogant, but somebody's dad told me that before and it kind of made me look like, well, I'm, I think I'm far from that. I just know what I want, how I want it. And if you're not able to do that or even try to do so, or you're not willing to do so, or you're not even willing to listen to what it is that I have to express to you so that we can try to come to some common ground and come to some type of compromise so that whenever you do what you do that I don't like, I don't end up feeling, so I don't end up feeling how I'm feeling. So we could come to some type of common ground that you could express yourself in a way that doesn't make me feel away or vice versa. Because, you know, I know that the way that I express myself sometimes, people don't like. And I'm working on that. But now, I might be going off topic a little bit. You cannot expect somebody to know that something is wrong or know that they have to fix something or that you feel a way about something. Unless you say something. Now, if you say something and those people still decide to try to act like they don't know or it's not anything, then you know you can't expect a you out of everybody. And I'm learning that as well. With all the conversations that you guys have or, you know, whatever, you just can't expect you out of people. A person is going to be who they are. And this goes back to what I say all the time. You have to know the people that you surround yourself with. Now, I'm done talking about my mom. I'm sorry. I know that probably was like a real cliffhanger. But we'll get back to my mom some other time. Don't judge my mom. My mom is a great mom. I was just a real fucked up kid. And my mom was a kid with a kid. And she did the best that she could. My mom did the best that she could. And I feel like that's all that matters. As long as you do the best that you can do, as long as you try your best, that's all that matters. Nobody teaches you these things. Nobody holds your hand throughout these things. And she held my hand. I watched her endure all the things that she endured. I see my mom go, I've seen my mom go through all of these things and come out on the top right beside her every single time. So, you know, it's okay to fuck up sometimes. It's okay to Do all of these things. Life is life. People are going to hurt you. People are going to fuck up. But, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know what to even say about that. Next topic. Um, Well, same topic, but just moving forward. With all of that being said, I just wish people would, you know, 
be themselves. And I don't even want to say wish because I really don't wish or hope for anything, honestly. I work towards everything in life. I work very, very hard for every single thing. And I just feel like when you're honest with yourself and you know who you are and what you want, things get a little bit easier because you're not trying to fit in or make other people happy or make it look good for for the people looking from the outside. You're living your life for you, yourself, like find your happiness, find what, find out what makes you happy, what drives you, what, like, I don't know. I just, I have these conversations with my friends all the time about like growth and, you know, surpassing so many things that we felt like we weren't going to be able to surpass because we were stuck in our comfortability and stuck in our arrogant ways. Like, all right, this is just who I am. Okay, that can be who you are, but you can be better. You talk about how you want to be better. We all talk about how we want to be better and we want to grow and we want to be able to be better at communicating or be better at maintaining friendships or relationships or, you know, just being able to articulate ourselves in a manner where things don't escalate from zero to a thousand. We can talk about how we want to do those things every single day, all day, 24-7. But unless you really take the time to implement those things in your day-to-day life, nothing is going to change. Unless you do something different, everything is going to stay the same. Nothing is going to change. You can talk about it all you want. Manifestation is one hell of a thing, but you really have to do something different. If you want something to happen, you have to do something. Talking about it isn't enough. And that's just, that's me. That's my opinion. Don't take my opinion because my opinion may be wrong. Have your own. I say all of this just to say this. I live my life for myself. I don't live my life for my mom. I don't live my life for my grandma. I don't live my life for my aunties, my cousins, my brothers, my sisters. I live my life for me. Everything I do is to ensure my stability and to make sure that I'm okay and I'm getting to where I want to go the way that I want to get there. Y'all get me? I'm not accommodating everybody else and cutting myself short just because I want everybody happy. I don't give a fuck if you're happy. Why should I care if you're happy and you don't care about me and my well-being and whether I'm happy and what I'm pursuing or what I'm doing with my life or if I'm just happy in general at all? People, People don't, you know... Ask, oh, you you good? How you feeling? What's this? What's that? People only want you to be okay enough for you to be able to show up for them. And we live in a very, 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 very fucked up world. Like, a very fucked up world. Before I get into this next thing that I'm going to mention before I end this episode off... I'm going to apologize for how repetitive and unsure I was of myself throughout this entire episode because I've tried to, I've been recording this for two days. I've tried to like listen to myself. I don't like, like, I do not like hearing my own voice on like recordings or in like videos and stuff like that. I love my own voice, but I don't like hearing myself talk in like recordings and shit. I don't know why. But um 
I'm very... I'm an open book. I'm an open book, and there's a lot of things that I'm going to talk about on this podcast that a lot of people that know me don't know about. And I don't let anything that I've been through in my life or anything that I go through... What is the word that I'm looking for? I don't let anything keep me down. It doesn't... It don't break me. All of that shit made me the person that I am today. If I didn't... If me and my mom weren't in and out of shelters while I was growing up, I wouldn't have met so many people. I wouldn't have met my bonus brothers. I probably wouldn't have met my other mother. I probably wouldn't have met a lot of my friends that I now have. Probably would not have met Nye. Probably would not met Marquise. I probably would not met a whole lot of people. I've met all these people while on my life journey with my mom. I'm on my journey with my mom while she's trying to figure out and provide for her kids and get a roof for her kids and herself and shit like that. I came across a lot of wonderful people. You get what I'm saying? And if I would have never went through those things or if I would have never been in those predicaments, I wouldn't have come across these people. So I'm very, very, very grateful and I'm always grateful. And I've been like this for um a, a long time. I've been like this for a very long time. I'm very grateful for everything that I go through because yes, it may hurt at the time, at the moment, but being hurt and being sad and those are just feelings. We get over feelings. And I know that it's easier said than done, but like I said, you have the control over you. So are you going to take control or are you going to continue to let everybody else have control of you? Like, for instance, before I move on, I'm going to... You see how I spoke about my mom and how our relationship wasn't as good or whatever the case may be. And I used to go about things like in a very negative manner because I was very angry But once I realized that I had to channel that energy into something different, because at the end of the day, I wanted my mom to be in my life. That's my mom. I had to, you know, do things differently and go about approaching things and expressing myself differently. And that's not what the fuck I was going to say. What the hell? Um, All right. Lost my train of thought. Anyways, I was on the phone with my aunt yesterday and I feel like this is going to be a good way to end off this episode and I am going to give you guys a cliffhanger I'm sorry because it's some things that I'm just not actually ready to really get to the nitty gritty of as of right now some things in this conversation I'm not ready to get into or unhatch or you know not open I'm not ready to open that can of worms yet. Just not just yet. But um I was on the phone with my aunt yesterday. I'm sorry. I know it's Thursday. I was supposed to drop this episode earlier. Earlier in the day. I don't even know if I'm gonna drop it today, so I'm sorry if I didn't drop it on Thursday and I dropped it on Friday or Saturday. But it's like I'm battling myself right now, and I'm not too sure if I want to um, drop this because just based off of, like, the things that I said to my mom, and I asked her if she would be okay with it, and, you know, I try not to really do those things because I don't really care if anybody's okay with it, but I don't want to, even though it's not intentional, I still don't want to have nobody walking around feeling the way, and then I know that they're not going to really want to address it because I'm speaking about it on my podcast and it's not like I'm speaking on it in a negative light I'm just speaking on it because this is shit that I've went through this is my like this is literally my life and these are my stories to tell so I will do so now my mama she told me like you know go ahead I can't I can never be mad at you for you speaking your truth this is your life these are the things that you have been through so I cannot be mad at you for you know telling them what we have been through or how our relationship has you know 
failed or grown, whatever, however you want to call it. Now, back to my aunt. My aunt is a gender non-confirming... I already started off my sentence wrong. My aunt is... um, What the fuck is the word? Damn. She is non-binary. Oh, shit. Not she. They. They are non-binary. And when I talk about my aunt, I will um, do this a lot. You see how I just called her? She, she, they do not identify as she. They identify as they, them. They are gender non-conforming. Now, that is something that I kind of have trouble with a little bit because my aunt has, you know, they have always been my aunt growing up. They were, you know, who they were. And now they are still who they are, but it just takes a little, it takes, how's the, what's the word that I'm looking for? Because I know when I have these conversations with her, I'm very fluent and f- speak freely because she knows that I'm not trying to, you know, judge her or, I'm not trying to be funny. I like I genuinely have trouble with articulating myself in a manner that won't offend them because I'm genuinely confused with that. But I am learning and my aunt is always willing to help me understand and willing to teach me and you know, I'm open to doing the same for my friends. Now, we have, I have these conversations with my friends as well because they are used to addressing my aunt as she. They do not identify as she anymore. So throughout conversations, I have to correct them or I have to correct myself. Like, it's not, not she, they, them, Ari, you know. My, I've had my friend even ask me, like, can I call them by, can I call them by their name? And I'm like, yeah, you can call them by their name. And it's like, I've had my friends ask me very complex questions that I really don't have the answers to because it's like, I really don't know. But I was on the phone with my aunt yesterday and they were basically telling me how, you know, they're scared. They live in Florida, by the way. And they're like, passing all these legislations and laws basically um you know they're basically passing all these laws and legislations on some fuck the LGBTQ community like that's basically what they're doing they they're doing a um a lot and I understand where their frustrations are coming from and why they will feel the way that they feel, but they literally called me. They, as in my aunt, called me. And they were having like a mental breakdown about the way that the world treats the people in their community and such and such. And then she mentioned how we're black. My my aunt, we're Dominican. We're black. We're, we were raised in the projects. Like, we're black. And I tried to explain that to her, but this is what... Fuck. I tried to explain that to them, but this is what... This is how our conversation went last night. She's scared. I'm so sorry. I know you're going to listen to this, and I keep calling you she. I'm so, 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 so sorry. I'm trying. They, Ari, Ari basically called me and was telling me how she was scared because, you know, they're passing all these rules and these legislations and these laws. Basically, like, giving people the right to, like, kill them. They're already killing them. They're already killing them. You get what I'm saying? And non-binary people usually fall under the category of transgenders. Well, this is what she told me, but her 
this is what they told me. But Ari does not herself. She does not personally identify as a transgender because she is not transitioning. She is just gender non-conforming. I don't really know what that word is. I thought it was gender neutral, but I think it's the same shit. I don't know. Not too sure. I just try to go with the flow and listen to what she tells me because that's not, it's not my ballgame. So I don't really know too much, but I do care enough to have enough respect to be able to not, you know, offend people. Because growing up, I grew up in a house with my grandma. My grandma is very homophobic. Very, very homophobic. So I was a little homophobic unconsciously. Like, ignorance is bliss. Now, let me just say that. Ignorance is very, 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 very bliss. So that's that on that. Now, they called me and they were very scared. You get what I'm saying? Now, Ari mentioned how if me and her were to be walking down the street, if her and I were to be walking down the street and... We were to be stopped by cops. She would not get stopped because, you know, she's... Fuck. I keep calling her she. Her. What the fuck? I... Mm. I'm going to start over. Ari mentioned to me how that if we were walking down the street, I would get stopped by the cops, but they would not because they are white passing. Now, they also mentioned that they they are not really easily targeted for an easy target for you know the people who are looking to attack the people the non-binary people i'm sorry if like i ask my aunt these type of questions all the time like if i refer to you guys as like you guys or your community and stuff like that like is it offensive i'm not trying to be offensive at all i swear to god i'm just i'm literally in the midst of learning how to not address you guys in a way that offends you so forgive me if i do offend you now she said that they said that to me about you know if we got stopped by the cops she they are white passing you know she doesn't have to worry about that and i really had to break it down to them like babe i understand that but you are still black like she they ari Ari won't want to walk around with braids because they feel like they're a target. And, you know, people be like, oh, my God, what the fuck? You cracker, why you got them braids in your head? You trying to, you know, people do stuff like that. And it's like, I don't, I hate that they have to live in some type of fear because they feel like somebody's going to harm them or attack them or do anything of that nature. And me, I'm really on, I'm not playing like that. I don't, I don't. You don't have to live your life in fear. That's how, that is how we're programmed to live, in fear. You don't have to live your life like that. I know it's easier said than done, but I told them to take the proper precautions. You live in Florida. Carrying a, a firearm is legal. Go get your license. And they were basically like, but to walk around with a firearm, is that really safe? Is it really to be able to, un- to unalive somebody? Is that really safe? Yes. Yes, it is. Because you being the black person that you are, even though you're white passing, doesn't mean anything, babe. A crack is going to look at you and know that you're not white. You're not white. You're not white, bro. You're just light-skinned. Like, you're really, really light-skinned. And you give very much Soho vibes. You grew up working in Soho. Like, come on, bro. Anyways. Now... What was I saying? Um, white passing. Okay. Damn. Lost myself. I wasn't even on white passing. I was on her late Ari not wanting to, not feeling comfortable to purchase a firearm, even though it's legal in the state that she is in. But this is what I had to explain to them. Sorry for calling you she again. I just called myself. Um, I had to explain to her, like, the, these people that would take just a glance at you, 
people who have these the, the, the these type of hatreds towards people of your community or black people or anything of that nature they have a they have a radar they have a they can see you they know they yeah that's that's a nigger right there or that's one of those people from that community over there they know they know they have a radar to know those things and it's scary and i had to tell my aunt like you're you're saying that it's not safe it is the safest option that you have you're you you could take the verbal abuse you could take the emotional abuse we grew up with that but you cannot take somebody physically harming you because you're just being who you are you shouldn't feel like you can't live your life or you can't do things that you want to do or express yourself or dress the way that you want because you're scared that somebody's going to physically harm you. Girl, if, dude, Ari, man, if you do not go invest in something that will secure your safety, you don't have to, you don't have to harm anybody. But what I had to explain to them was a motherfucker won't think twice to harm you. And then I had to also explain that this is history. This is something that we've been dealing with forever, years and years and years. This is one thing that definitely never has changed. People targeting black people or targeting gays. Wait, you know they just passed a law in Florida that says that, I think it was Florida, I'm not too sure, don't quote me, that they're not allowed to say the word gay in school. Doesn't gay mean happy? When I learned the word gay in school, my teacher told me that word was happy. Why are they not allowed to use that word? I'm just confused. I'm genuinely just confused about, like, now we can't use certain words. Okay. Now, you know, I told them, people won't think twice to harm us. This is something that's happened centuries and centuries and centuries. This is something that our ancestor, ancestors had to deal with. Like, this is something that when we die, people are still going to deal with it. And in order for us to make a difference, people have been trying to make a difference for years. They don't care about what we have to say or what we're doing or how we feel. In order for us to make a difference, the only way we're going to make a difference is if we take the time to actually make a difference with people who actually care enough to also try to make shit different with us. It it has to be a whole a whole thing. Yes, one voice is enough as long as you feel like you can you you you're saying what you have to say and you're doing what you feel like you have to do something that fulfills your soul, then you got it. Can't nobody tell you that nobody's not going to hear you because somebody is going to hear you. Somebody's going to feel you. So don't ever let anybody stop you from doing or saying what you want to say because you feel like people aren't going to understand. We were born to be misunderstood. Nobody's ever going to understand us if you really want to get into that. But I'm not. That's I'm going to leave that for another for another topic, another day. So, yeah. My aunt called me. They were having a total mental breakdown about a bunch of things that they're not able to control. So, I had to talk to her, talk to them and tell them that you can't control those things. What you can control is you and your life. And even though you're a little scared because you're in the public eye a little more and they're targeting you, it's going to be a little hard. But it's a mind thing. Just live. Her roommate had came in the room. Their roommate came in the room. And they were like, you're living. Like... When we go out and we go on a boat ride or we go hiking or we go for walks or we smoke a J or, you know, anything. We're living. You're living. And, you know, my aunt's on the phone crying, you know, having, she's a Virgo. They're a Virgo. 
they, they are very much an empath. And I had to tell them, like, right now, what you're doing right now is living. You sitting here on the phone crying, trying to figure out what to do, trying to control things that you can't control, that you absolutely have no control over, no matter what you think, no matter what you want to do, no matter how much you want to control it, you have absolutely no control over that. That's way out of your way out of your power. And you're going to drive yourself crazy doing these things. It was a very good conversation and I'm going to get more into my aunt in another at another time. I will be bringing them up on here so that you guys can learn a little bit more about gender non-conforming people and stuff like that. Sorry if that was offensive, but this shit is an hour and I just want to apologize again for it being all over the place and my mind being all over the place because I was very much repetitive and um, I was very emotional throughout the beginning of this recording. But I'm not going to listen to this, and I am just going to drop it. So I hope that you guys enjoyed me opening up just a little tad bit and giving you guys a little insight to me and, you know, what kind of made me me just a little bit. <laughs>